1: It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio.
0: Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with me. Ah, It's so wonderful to talk to people outside of my house, so I'm absolutely delighted. And that's one thing about the internet, we can talk to each other as if we're in the same room and see each other as well. So it's a great solution to all of the um, boredom, shall we say. Now tonight, I have got a great show featuring Karen A. Bowen, who is the author of One Conscious Choice. And I'm sure you have seen her in the magazine. Uh, She's written some really terrific articles And we're going to learn more about the way to refocus your mind by using one conscious choice. It's very fascinating. It's right on target with the law of attraction. And I think you're really going to like her a lot. So just sit back, relax, listen to these short commercial breaks, and we'll be right back with Karen Bowen.
1: That's lawofattractionmagazine.net.
0: Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, international certified hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com
1: you're listening to the law of attraction radio network heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries be sure to sign up for your monthly updates and get all the latest information on LOA radio events such as cruises workshops and seminars as well as information on the latest shows topics and guests Go to LOARadioNetwork.com and sign up today.
0: Well, welcome Karen Bowen to Love Attraction Talk Radio. I am so thrilled to finally have this interview because you have got a wealth of knowledge from business all the way to personality. It's just incredible. I am so happy to introduce you to my audience. Thank you so much.
2: You have no idea how happy I am to be here today. And first of all, I want to thank you for your generous spirit, because I know we had to reschedule this several times because of my health issues and then my sister dying. Yeah. I'm so grateful to you. Joel, you're just a marvie.
0: Oh, thank you. But I'm just glad we get to do this now because... I just know that you have all of this valuable information. And especially right now, everybody kind of needs to know how we get through the most difficult things in life. And I believe that this is one of the most difficult times. Wouldn't Absolutely. You agree?
2: Absolutely. In fact, I think it's a fabulous time because we get to walk our talk in chaos you know it's one thing to walk our talk when everything's going well you know and we just want to create a new home or something but now we get to walk our talk when everybody is freaking out i absolutely love it it's a challenge but it's a great challenge and we're up to it and here's the thing i love the most about it you and i and your audience know what to do we have the tools So many people on the planet do not have the tools. And that's what I do. My work is to remove the obstacles that keep people from being successful in their lives. So, hey, I think it's a great time. Scary, but great.
0: Scary, but then we're in the comfort of our own home. So it's not that scary because we're familiar with our surroundings. So it's just like you said, it's how we view the situation. All right, so by the way, I want to remind everyone that you can really get to know Karen really well by reading her book, One Conscious Choice. I highly recommend it. It will really literally change your life on how you can adapt to circumstances. And I know you you wrote a couple of articles for the magazine in which you were talking about difficult situations and how you get through them. And so this is like perfect timing for you to come on. Okay, so let's just jump right into it. What what do you suggest right now in this time in history? What should we be doing? What should we be looking at? How do we survive this? (laughs)
2: Well, That's a know, big question. <laughs> well, the truth is, my book, One Conscious Choice, talks about the fact that we really only have two choices in life. We're either going to respond from our ego or we're going to respond from our soul. The ego takes us through fear and power and all kinds of pain and suffering, but our intuition, our soul, has a life of grace. That's the choice. So when we get caught up in fear, which is what's happening with a lot of people, we can stop for a moment, recognize our feelings, because that's where we can connect. Oh, my gosh, I'm fearful, or I'm anxious, or I'm depressed. And we can stop and say, okay, now, can I think of something that I love? Because all, don't forget, you and I know this, a law of attraction is all about magnetism, right? We are transformers of energy. So if I'm thinking negative, I'm attached to everybody else on the planet that's thinking negative and I'm going to draw that to me. But if in that instant of fear, I can stop and think of something I love, it might be chocolate cake, it could be my kid, it could be my dog, it could be whatever. We change our energy and then we're in alignment with our higher self and everything that's positive and everybody on the planet that's positive. So one of the things that I keep focusing people to, and I've seen this on a lot of your interviews, what we focus on, we create more of. So what am I thinking about? Am I terrified? Or am I thinking, wait a minute, the earth is getting better. Streams are getting cleaner. The air is cleaner. There's a positive side to this. So it's all about our focus.
0: I think the biggest fear that people are having is the fact that the jobs have gone away and they're scared financially how are we going to make it what's your advice on that well isn't that kind of difficult to think about
2: I know this is the toughie but here's my problem I truly believe that there's only one source in the universe and it's God the good omnipotence our higher selves and our higher selves want us to live a life of joy a life of grace and when we're in deep trouble If we could stop for a minute, even if we don't know how to meditate, if we could stop for a minute and just become present and ask, you know, in the Bible, it says, ask and ye shall receive. It doesn't say ask and be perfect first. It doesn't say ask and work your butt off. It says ask. It's a a simple equation, right? Ask and ye shall receive. The problem is people aren't willing to ask the right question. They get caught up in fear. So, I say to people, you have an ideal job, you have ideal abundance, but the only way you're going to find that is by being in alignment with your higher self. And the only way you do that is by asking, what is highest and best for me? Not should I, could I, would I, but what is highest and best for me? Because that answer can only be answered by our higher self, not our ego. Because the ego, you and I both know, only has information from the five senses and it gets all caught up in chaos and you know, drives us nuts. But our higher self, omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent, knows exactly how to get us out of all sorts of difficulties. So I always tell people, whenever you're in any kind of trouble, there's only one question, what's highest and best for me to do? And perhaps what will happen is, yes, jobs will go away, but people will find whole new ways of earning, whole new ways of being, They'll find, I see it all the time. People say, well, you know, I think I'm going to try my passion. Voila. Okay,
0: great. Drop the job that you hated and do your passion, right? Yeah, you're right. You know, there is, that's a good point. We could start bartering.
2: Absolutely. I do that now with my clients. It's fabulous. Absolutely. One of my best clients, I have to tell you about this. This is funny. Years ago, I wanted to learn about appreciative inquiry. And I don't know if you know about that, but it's a really fabulous new way of being. I'm from corporate America, I'm from, yes. you know, big Ford Motor Company. And it was always problem solving, problem solving. Didn't really get us more than problems, right? Because of focus. Well, then this wonderful person, David Cooper, right, came up with this idea called appreciative inquiry, where instead of you looking for the problems, you look for what's working, you focus on what's working. And when you focus on what's working, things disappear that are problematic, which of course is the law of attraction, right? Well, I wanted to learn more about this, so I contacted an old friend of mine from Ford, and I said, do you know anything about appreciative inquiry? He said, yeah, and he named the person. I won't name her because she's gonna watch this interview. Anyway, um, so I called her up. Now, this woman has a PhD in organizational development. She's a very powerful person. She's written several books. She has her own corporation. She's really a, a gem, right? So I asked her for information. She said she'd be happy to share it with me. But then she asked me what I did. And I said, Well, I'm an energy worker and you know I do esoteric healing and I just explained what I did. And she said, Would you like to barter with me? And I went, You're gonna barter with me? And then she said this magic. She said, Well, we won't, we won't last long because I can outcoach you. You'll one session and we'll be done. We've worked together 11 years. Oh my goodness. (laughs) She has helped me tremendously and I've helped her through the death of her husband, her son, and her father. Wow! So here we are. That's the thing. She makes a whole lot more money an hour than I make, but she saw it as an even exchange. So of course we're going to barter. Why not? Yeah. Exactly right. And then yes. we get exactly what we need. Think about that. We get it. Yeah. She's exactly what I needed and I was exactly
0: what she needed. And everyone has something to give. Absolutely. My yeah. next door neighbor has an
2: organic garden. He even has solar during the winter time. Wow. He comes over with this huge bag of lettuce that's fabulous. Now, truthfully, I couldn't get that. Anywhere else, freshly picked. Are you kidding? I mean, great. So I give him eggs. He gives me, you know, the lettuce. Of course, everybody has something to give. We all have talents and abilities that nobody else has. And that's our job is to use them, right?
0: You know, it it just might be uh, the time that's being put before us so that we can understand that there's another way of living besides just with the money, money, money. Absolutely. And clawing at the outer
2: form and trying to make. And and that's what the ego does, right? The ego is all about power. It's all about getting more for me. But when you think about the soul, think about power. Power uses things. Oil is power. Gas is power. Ethics doesn't use, it cooperates sunlight. We don't diminish the sun by using solar power. We don't diminish the ground by using geothermal. It's a cooperative. So the whole thing is going to shift and that's where we're at right now. I don't know if you've ever seen the Mayan calendar, but it's a oh, yeah. fabulous DVD. Well, then you know, yeah. we're moving from power into ethics and that's what's showing up on the, on the world right now. So we have to make the choice of being ethical.
0: Oh, I love that. Now, I've never heard it put that way, but you're absolutely right when I stop and think about it. And look at the world stage. Power and ethics are battling it out.
2: And of course, it looks like power is overwhelming, but it's not. It's gonna die out and ethics will overcome. But the only thing is we have to be ethical because we're the ones that bring it about. Yeah. So every decision we make, whether it's about the COVID-19, or whether it's about business, or whether it's about politics, anything, we have to make the decision that's in alignment with our self. Then we're in alignment with nature and everything else. So we prosper. Wow. Good point. Isn't it an exciting time to, I mean, think about all the excitement and then the kids, I think the kids are fabulous. I work with kids all the time and they're just so amazingly awake and ready, you know, and wanting to do
0: their part. Oh yeah. Yeah. But right now, they don't know what's going on either. So we're going to have to uh, uh, help them along, or perhaps they're going to lead us along. I think you're
2: right. The kids
0: that I've worked with have so much more,
2: well, I believe in reincarnation, okay? So yeah, me too. <laughs> I work with a lot of people that have been here, done that. <laughs> and in fact, I worked with a group of seven different kids, and they weren't kids at the time. They were 20, but they all had, they were all single parents. Six girls and one boy, and I swear they had come back from the 60s because they all lived a kind of a hippie life, you know, kind of dragging their kids around and everything. But they are all so bright and brilliant, and they're doing so many fabulous things in the world. They have a totally different consciousness. So I see that coming about in the new kids, too. I have little kids walking in here that are three and four years old that they have the brightest light and they're on a mission. They know exactly what they're going to do, you know, exactly. <laughs> and it's pretty amazing. I love it.
0: So this whole time we're learning that uh, we're going to be able to go through anything. Absolutely. There's nothing. Survive. There's nothing. Now think about it. There's only
2: one power in the universe. That's the way it, and it Depends on how we're going to use it, Right. And you and I know that if we focus on this is going to turn out better than we ever imagined, this is going to be really great, I'm going to look for the good in all things, that's what's going to happen. Now, is everybody going to experience that? No, they're going to experience whatever they're focused on. That's right. And the truth is, my readings say there's about 13% of the people on the planet that are really ready to change. Well, that's a big hunk of people. Okay. They're the forerunners of a new race. They're the noble new. They're the ones that are going to lead us out of this, but there's still going to be a lot of people crying and you know, and, and having difficulties because that's where their focus is. So hopefully what will happen is we will lead the way and they will, you know, decide which way am I going to go? Am I going to stay stuck in fear? And that's what my book is all about. And I'm coming out with a podcast, too, on oh, One Conscious Choice, How to Remove the Obstacles to Your Success. Yeah, I'm really excited about it, really pumped about it. Oh, that's And I'll be talking about the universal laws and, you know, how to apply But I, you know, my skill, Jules, is in making spiritual law practical. I, spiritual laws are great, but if you can't live it, if you can't change your life by it, it's kind of useless so my whole job is to help people understand that spiritual laws are actually very practical if you want the best job for you if you want the job that's going to bring you the most joy then you have to go with with what's highest and best what's in alignment with your your higher self i would not be doing this if i hadn't followed that higher self because Mm -hmm. i was stuck in corporate america being a manager in engineering really i mean it's totally different
0: Yeah, totally different. But do you see, I mean, I read your articles. I mean, (laughs) I saw and it's like there was a purpose for you and your evolution. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was really amazing how clear that you could see that in your stories. Well, you know, one of the things that we don't want to
2: talk about is that the law of attraction brings both to us. And sometimes, like you said, for a very important reason. Yeah. And I'll share a real quick story that I was just sharing with a client of mine. The house that I'm living in right now is absolutely fabulous. It's better than we ever imagined. Okay. But the only reason we got here is because we were living in another fabulous home that we really loved with three ponds and a park across the street. The only problem is we kept having home invasions and burglaries and after the fourth home invasion, the gentleman that came in, I mean, my husband was even there. Fortunately, he didn't hear him. So he didn't do anything. And I was out in the garden with a dog. Um, But if it hadn't been for him coming for the fourth home invasion and burglarizing, taking all our money and computers and, you know, all sorts of things, if it hadn't been for him, I wouldn't have got to the point where I said, I'm done. I'm out of here. We're moving. Okay. Now, here's the key. That horrible situation, seems horrible, right, stimulated us to change. Now, what happened was, though, we got caught up in fear because our house sold like that. Within three days, the house was sold, wow. and we didn't have a place to go. So we're looking, 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 and we have things that we want. You know, we wanted a yard with trees and everything. But finally, in our price range, the only thing we could find was something that was closed but not perfect. But we signed the deal. It was $25,000 more than we wanted to spend, okay? And it didn't have the trees, but we thought, hey, we've got to get out of here. Let's just do it. So we signed the deal. Then what happened? The woman that was buying our house, we had it inspected, everything passed. We put a lot of money in that other house. But (laughs) the inspector, in his wonderfulness, had on the back page, however, you know, the electricity is, electrical system is old, have it checked. The roof is old, have it checked, and, you know, whole list. And I said to Richard, I said, we are done. He said, what do you mean? I said, she's going to want all these things checked, you know. So then we go to the new house. The new house, everything is passing. There's only one problem, Jules. Everything is brand new. And I said to the inspector, I said, wait a minute. I said, everything brand new. He said, you should be happy. I said, no, 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 no. Everything is brand new. I'm not feeling good about this. There's something wrong with this. Oh, you know, right. you know, intuitively when something's off, right? right? So he said, well, you should be happy. So then he leaves, the realtor comes in and she says, we need to talk. And I said, what about, and she said, well, the buyer wants $12,000 for a roof, $3,000, you know, she starts giving me a list. And I said, no, And she said, what do you mean? And I said, it's not happening. We're already giving her a wonderful house for a great deal. She's not getting it, you know, dirt cheap. It's not happening. Well, the realtor got mad at me. She said, well, you have to deal. And I said, no, I don't have to deal. (laughs) That's right. So we leave, but I'm not feeling good, Jules. I'm feeling kind of anger. And I thought, why am I angry, you know? So as Richard's driving away and I'm in the car, I said, you know what, I'm gonna run through the numbers because I'm the numbers person. So I'm going through the numbers, and I said to him, I said, if we have to pay $25,000 more for this house, and then we have to put a roof on that house, and I said, we're not going to be able to afford it. We won't have enough in our savings, you know. And he said, well, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to call a realtor and tell her it's a no deal. We can't do this. And so I did, and she got angry at me. I know. She said, well, I'm not gonna let you out of this deal. You better get a a bigger bridge loan. And I said, you don't understand. I said, we're both self-employed. We have the biggest bridge loan. We have no debt. I said, she said, well, I'm not going to listen to you until the bank gives you a, a letter of denial. And I thought, who are you working for, right? I mean, it was ridiculous. So I called the bank, the banker I was working with, he said, don't you dare let her push you around. I'll be happy to give you a letter of denial now. So he gives me a letter of denial, so that deal dies. The new house dies, right? Yeah. The old house dies because we refused to deal with her. So here, may I'll never forget, May 30th, 2015, we got nothing. We're in that house, we have nothing. And Richard and I looked at each other, law of attraction, and I said, I think we dodged a bullet, don't you? And he said, yes. And I said, okay. If we need to put a new roof on, let's look at how much it's gonna cost. If we need to do electrical, and then what we'll do is we'll do that and just add the price to the house, okay? He said, fine. So we started, you know, we divvied up the work and we started to do that. The next morning, Jules, I'm meditating and I hear, go on realtor.com. And I said, I don't wanna look at houses. I'm so tired of looking at house. Go on realtor.com. No, go on realtor.com. So finally I go, and in that, county, there was nothing. Then I heard go in Waukesha County, which is where we live. This house had just been listed one hour earlier. It was $25,000 cheaper than the other house. We have over 100 trees, we have almost an acre, we have deer, we have, what? I mean, it's, and the whole living room is just floor to ceiling windows, looking out on this park, of our backyard so we can watch all the animals. We put it in a big pot. Less than three months, we went from home invasion to house. That's spectacular. Now here's the deal. This is why higher self is so incredibly powerful. The home invasion happened on May 4th. The man that was here died on May 9th in the hospital, he was 94 years old. He had been taking care of his wife who was 92. She had been put in a, in a nursing home because of Alzheimer's. He died on May 9th. We would not have been able to find this house any sooner.
0: Wow. I mean,
2: think about how miraculous. So to yeah. me, the higher self can drop us on a dime in the ocean, but we have to trust that. And that's when you're saying, how do we get out of this? That's how we get out of this. We tune into our higher self, which wants us to live a life of grace, wants us to live a life of joy. And we just say, okay, what's highest and best for me to do? Not, should I figure it out? Or should I, you know, go save somebody else or whatever? No. What's
0: highest and best for me to do? And we'll be guided. We'll be guided, guarded and protected. I agree with you because the same thing happened to me with finding my house. Really? And yeah, four o'clock in the morning, I I got an urge to wake up. Go look at, go look at Craigslist right now. I'm going Craigslist for a house. What's going on? Yeah, you got to go look. I got up. I looked and I found the home that I am living in now, which is absolutely perfect. So it's like you're right. All of a sudden, if you listen to that, whatever it is, you just sort of tune in. Be it I, angels or your inner self or whatever. It's amazing. It's totally amazing. And, and it always the, happens with the big stuff. Always oh, happens with the Well, big it stuff. happens even with the little
2: stuff. And you've seen in my stories. But I want to tell you of another story that happened just recently that was, this is why when I tell people you can have a miraculous, magical life if you'll live according to your higher self. So I'm driving to Home Depot. You know, everybody's got a Home Depot. And on my way, I hear, call Pauline. Now, this is a friend of mine. And I thought, now, I was going to argue and I heard, call Pauline. So (laughs) I took out my flip-top phone, because I don't have a smartphone. And I called her, and she said, how did you know I was in trouble? I said, I just got the hint to call you. She said, well, I'm stuck at the grocery store. And I said, well, I'm right down the road. She said, no, not that grocery store. The one that's three miles south of me. And I said, well, what's happening? She said, I decided to go for a long walk and my feet are blistering. I'm in so much pain. I can't walk any further. I said, okay, I'm going to drop at home, stop at Home Depot quick. And then I'll run over and drive you home, you know? So I get to her and she's sitting on the side, uh, sidewalk. And she said, Karen, I sat here and I thought I need help. And you phoned immediately. Isn't that something? And I said, okay, so here's how it works. Higher self says, here's a need over here. And here's somebody that's tuned into me over here, willing to serve. Because every morning, that's what I do. I set myself in intentionally to be in service to the light. So whenever something that I can do is around, I get to hit it just like you did. Four o'clock in the morning, you got to go to Craigslist. I get to call Pauline. I mean, think about that, how miraculous that is, right? Just dovetails it. It's magnetic. We're magnetic. We're vibratory. We pick burglars to come and help us move out of a house because <laughs> we're unwilling to give it up. Yeah. You know? But the good part is we pray for that burglar every day. We hope that he changed his ways. But, you know, he was a great blessing to us. That's the truth.
0: I'm, I'm so glad you could see it like that. Oh, a lot of people couldn't, but you um, couldn't. That, that is really good. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, you know, I've had so many experiences and I've had so many clients have experiences. And that's why I'm really excited about my book because there's lots of stories in there. But also the podcast, I'm going to be sharing a lot of that information, but also practical applications, not just stories, but how can you do this? You know, and I'm going to have people call in, you know, and and listeners give me uh, ideas of questions they have. Because I think that this is our time to share. We're supposed to be the forerunners of a new race. We're the ones that were
0: supposed to show the way. You know? That's right. That's right. That's right. That is so good. Um, but what got you to write One Conscious Choice? Oh, that's a,
2: that's a good story. Well, you know, I was working and having a good time. And one day, one of my clients that I love very much, he's a very successful man, okay, I helped him through a lot of different things. He came in and he just started moaning and groaning about his ex-wife and blaming her for everything. And I looked at him without thinking, and this is unfortunately the way I work, I said, would you just stop playing games and be honest with yourself? You're the one that created this and you have to take responsibility for it. And he just, you know, looked because he's a real big guy, he went, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really shocked. You talked to me that way. And I said, well, I'm so sick and tired of you blaming her. You're not a victim, you know? And in that instant, I realized I need to explain this differently. He's not getting it. So I started to look up the drama triangle, you know, where we play roles, where we victim, rescuer, persecutor. And then I thought, okay, why are we playing roles? We're not, I mean, We are divine beings of love and light. Why would we assume a role of victimhood or rescuer or persecutor? And so I started to pray about it. And I realized that to get out of the drama triangle, we had to be authentic, which means honest, responsible, and conscious. Uh So I started making up some diagrams to explain that. And this woman that I told you about, the one that was the appreciative coach, I was working with her one day and I used this model with her and she said, oh my God, this is huge. This is gigantic. And I said, what are you talking about? She said, this is a new psychological model. I said, no. She said, Karen, this is huge. You've got to write a book. And I said, no, no, no. I'm just going to start with classes. So I started teaching classes and the people that would come to my classes, they'd be just bowled over. One guy said, I can't believe you took relationships to this point. He said, I finally understand why I keep creating situations where I'm bailing people out so after a couple years of that then I had people say well you know how do I get this information to my cousin you know in California or whatever and so I prayed about it and I heard write a book so I started writing the book and the other thing that happened I have to share with you because I just love this after I wrote the book then Balboa Press came to me and said, hey, we'd like to publish your book too. You know, So I have two actual, two different editions. One, the white copy that I published and the other one with the guy facing the crossroads. Yeah. But after that was all done, because I really believe that we're here of service, we're here to use our divine talents, the abilities that we have to serve the light, the divine plan. I was praying and I said, well, you know, I know this book is important. I know it's a very powerful book, but how do I spread the word? And I heard you have to teach other people to teach your classes because you can't possibly teach them all. So that's how I started. And I put out the word to my email blast and I got a bunch of people, you know, and then I whittled through them, you know, who's really serious because you're going to have to put a lot of time and effort. You got to have skin in the game, you know. And I'm telling you, it was just amazing. We went through seven weeks of training and these people are just their whole lives have changed because they're living getting out of drama every time they catch themselves playing a role they wake up and go wait 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 i don't have to play a role i can be that divine being that's honest responsible and conscious because when we're authentic we're not based in fear we're based in love when we're authentic we're based in our consciousness our soul and ethics it's a totally different experience because we're just being our true selves when we're in drama, we're a facade. We attract people that are a facade that like our facade, which is no fun because that's yeah. not our true being. But when we're authentic, it's natural. So that's how it came about, and I'm really grateful that my beloved friend and client came <laughs> came here so that he can help me to realize I wasn't explaining it right. You know, I needed to explain better how to get out of that drama chaos.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody needs to know that, especially right now, because it's too easy to fall backwards. So are you teaching classes now or what are you doing? So I teach classes. I work with clients. Of course, the podcast
2: is going to come out. I'm thinking about a virtual class, but we'll see. I have never done a virtual class. I like the hands-on because a lot of the things that I do actually require experience. You yeah. know, if you're going to feel somebody's energy, you have to be there in that room with that person. Right. You can't do it virtually. So, but yes, I do all of the above. Work with people all across the world with, you know, Skype and Zoom. I'm not so used to Zoom. You have found that out real quickly with me. <laughs> <laughs> Skype but I'm a, used
0: to. Yeah, <laughs> you know. but Zoom, it, it works with 100 people. So, you know, oh. it, it makes, uh, yeah. it's more stable, I think, than Skype. But I like it, um, and I use it for all my recordings. I am so glad that you are teaching. Do you have classes coming up now? I'm going to be putting, well, right
2: now we can't do anything. So a lot of my classes are on the back burner. Yes, unfortunately. Because the other thing is, I don't te- just teach my classes based on my book. But I also teach people about esoteric healing. I teach them about ah. radical rather- I do radical forgiveness ceremonies, and I also teach people about psych k because I want them to have the tools that they need to use on their own. I don't want them to, you know, how can you serve thousands and thousands of people at one time except if you help them do it on their own, you know, so. Yeah, so you do psych k too. Psy-K. Yes, I do. I was trained first in esoteric healing, worked with Barb Reiner, she's out of the body, then I worked with Colin Tipping with Radical Forgiveness. But okay. now I work with Psyche K and Psyche K is so powerful because it gets right to the subconscious program. In fact, I just had a woman here today. Her husband had died of an overdose of fentanyl and taught her how to do psych K because that's a big, heavy duty grieving process. Yeah. Though, you know, and so, yes, I teach people psych K and how to use it personally. I don't teach them how to do it for others, but I teach them how to use it in their personal life. And it's a very powerful yeah. technique.
0: Wow. That sounds wonderful. So you could take someone that is stuck and can't move forward. They can't make a decision. Yes, I've run into a person, wonderful person, but they just cannot decide because they're afraid they're going to make the wrong choice. So they're in this stuck phase. And yes. I find that fascinating, but that's really quite common, isn't it? Well, it is common, but the
2: origin of it isn't always the same. Let me give you a quick example. Okay. So one person that I only worked with one time, never met him, just did it on the phone. He was from Waco, Texas. He was a brother of one of my clients. And when I talked to him, he was 50 years old and had never been successful at anything.
0: Right. He was
2: he had lost every job he ever had. He was divorced. His children didn't, you know, everything was bad in his life. And so it came to me that we needed to do a radical forgiveness. Well, in radical forgiveness, you're looking for the spiritual reason behind the problem. Okay. But on the third step, I use a four-step technique with him. On the third step, you ask the person to get quiet and ask their inner self, where did this begin? Where did this problem begin? Okay. And so I asked him that and he closed his eyes and He said, geez, this doesn't make any sense. I see myself, I'm six years old, I'm at my birthday party at a bowling alley. And I said, well, what happened, John? And he said, okay, you're not gonna believe this. He said, but I threw two strikes. I said, yeah, right, six years old throwing. He said, no, really, I did. He said, I threw two strikes. And my father said to me, John, if you throw a third, I'll buy you your own bowling shoes. He said, I got up there and just as I released the ball, I heard my mother say, why did you promise him that we don't have money for bowling shoes? So he never got the bowling shoes. Now imagine this, six years old, in his subconscious mind went, I will never win. I will never succeed. That ruined his life, or I should say ran his life up until that day that we met. As soon as we got to that core, which... I don't know how many years it would have taken a psychologist to get that. Really think yeah. about that. Yeah. As soon as we got to that core, I could use psyche with him to change that. I never had to talk to him again. His sister said his whole life changed. Now, think about this. If you have a subconscious belief that you're never going to succeed, that you're never going to win, that's the law of attraction.
0: Yeah. Because you're
2: putting out that energy all the time. As soon as you shift it, to I can be successful in anything I do. That's the law of attraction. You've just changed your energy. You're vibrating in a different way. So it's not, you know, you might think it's magic and woo-woo, no, it's science. We're going into the subconscious mind, we're finding the glitch, we're finding the limiting belief, and then we're changing it, and the person is different. It's very much like taking a CD out, throwing it out and putting a new CD in. It's amazing. I've worked yeah. with thousands of people and just seen miracles happen. Wow. Yeah, it's great. I'm so grateful to be able to do this work it's so much better than my work in, you know, organized, how can I say, the wild and
0: wonderful corporate world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you got freedom, but the idea <laughs> yeah. is to concentrate on another person. <laughs> uh, that's, that's really wonderful. And you are excellent at it. Well, I have to tell you what's
2: really funny. I was a corporate trainer after I was an engineering manager. I got into corporate training and I absolutely loved it, okay? And I got to train the CEO of Ford Motor Company, all the plant managers, because I'm very good as a trainer, okay, and but when I got my performance review, I got a satisfactory, which is like a D for a high-level manager. And when I was, I'm looking at this paper, I cannot believe it's mine. I keep looking at the the score and I look at my name and I keep looking back and forth. And finally my boss said, oh, you're wondering where the outstanding is. And I said, yeah. I said, you give me the top notch jobs. I'm, you know, got the CEO of Ford Motor Company in my class. How could I get this D? And he said, you're not politically astute your peers don't like you. You run at lunchtime. You're a vegetarian. You don't go drinking with them. As soon as you change, you'll get the outstanding you deserve. Oh my goodness. And when he, now the reason I'm telling you this is this was the greatest blessing of my life because when he gave that to me, I thought, this is ridiculous. He's doing exactly what I'm teaching managers to never do only judge people on their performance not on you know the social thing or the peers or anything so i went home and told my husband i said i think i'm going to have to quit and he said you got to be kidding he said you can't quit this job you're doing really well and i said no i can't i can't in good conscience teach classes that aren't really happening because it was it was corporate buzzwords but it wasn't happening obviously right because yeah. i just got this really bad score when i really deserved an outstanding So I gave my notice, and when the CEO that had been in my class heard about it, he called me into his office. Now, this is amazing because I wasn't that high of management, you know. And he asked me truthfully what happened, and I said, do you want to know the truth, or do you want me to just schmooze you? And he said, no, I want the truth, you know. So I told him the truth. And you know what he said to me? He said, I wish I could help. He said, but we all know that it starts at the top of the division. He said, I'll talk to him but he said you're better off not being here and he was right
0: wow because
2: you think about that large organization you can't have some impact on some people but if the culture's not going to change but he to be the greatest service in fact i saw him 2 years after that and he came over to my table i was back in detroit and i was at one of my favorite mexican restaurants and this boss that gave me this bad performance review you know, came over and he said, uh, just wanted you to know that you changed my life. And I thought, yeah, right. And, he, and I said, how did I do that? And he said, I gave up beef. I said, great, I'm happy you <laughs> gave up beef. <laughs> he didn't realize, and I didn't take the time to explain to him, he changed my life. I wouldn't be here talking to you today had he not given me that bad performance from you.
0: Oh yeah, everything happens for a reason.
2: Absolutely. And I no longer fit that corporate culture. See, I had to realize that even though I loved my job, they would send me anywhere at a drop of a dime. I worked 24-7. I absolutely loved training, participative. That was what it was, participative management, you know. But no, I no longer worked there because it just wasn't a vibrational match.
0: Wow. And wow, what a blessing though. Oh my goodness, this is wonderful. Do you have a picture of your book? I see right behind you. Can you hold I, that up to show I everyone? I can grab it, I think. Let me get up and get it. Good. Here it is. Yeah, one conscious choice. It?
2: Yep. It's- the power to transform your life, relationships, and make a difference in the world. That's the most important thing. Because think about it, when you transform your life and your relationships, you are making a difference in the world. But then you can also make a difference in the world by your actions, by being authentic, by being honest and responsible and conscious. Just being conscious is amazing. How many people are really conscious,
0: you know? Yeah, really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Every day we're running into people like, okay, have fun.
2: (laughs) Well, so, you know, the other thing, though, that I do is I teach people how to meditate. Okay? Ah. Because I can't just use the modalities. A lot of my clients have grown in grace and consciousness to such a degree that there's such powerful people, but then they want more. They want to know how to live a life of grace like I do. You know, how can I be in the right place at the right time? So I teach them how to meditate. I teach some of them Kriya Yoga, which is a pranayamic technique and it really helps, you know, speed up their evolution. And then they start to expand their area of expertise, but also how they affect other people. And it's fabulous to watch them. It's like a coach. I feel like I'm a coach on the sideline going, "Yeah, hey, team, you know, watching these amazing people grow in grace."
0: Wow. So, how can people get a hold of you? What if they really want to talk to you, become a client so that you can help them. Or they just want to purchase your book. How can they get a hold of you? Well they can go on my
2: website, which is Karenabowen.com. There's all my books there. Uh, but you can also get my books on Amazon and you can get them at Barnes and Noble and you can get them of course in Balboa Press. Um, and I have audiobook of oh, one Good. conscious choice and then I have ebooks. But also, there's a, a contact form on my website, so if they want to contact me, they can send an email to me, and I'll I always answer those emails, and then we can set up a phone conversation or whatever they want, depending on where they are. Like I said, I work with Skype, Zoom, so yeah. and phone, and I have people in person too.
0: So people that have that just feel like they're stuck. Yes, they can contact you. And you guys together can work through it. Right. I, oh, in fact, like I said, with the guy from Waco,
2: sometimes it only takes one time. I have another woman I want to share with you, which was fabulous. She's local, but I only worked with her one time, too. She was a project engineer at Rockwell Automation. And she had come to me for weight loss. But then one day she called me and she said, You know, I have another problem I need to work on. And I said, What is it? And she said, When I make a mistake, I get physically ill. I said, Oh, that's not good. She said, I do. She said, If I make a mistake at work, I get physically ill. So she came in and she said, Do you think Psych K would help? And I said, Absolutely. So we found the program, you know, what it was. And it was, I can't handle making a mistake. I get sick to my stomach. And so we changed it to, a new program, I'm successful even when I make mistakes. And so she went off. The next week she calls me, Jules, and she says, I need to talk to you. And I said, I don't have any time today. I'm booked all the way till nine o'clock at night. She said, please, 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 please. And I said, her name's Denise. And I said, Denise, I don't have time. She said, well, I'll come at at dinner time. And I said, you're gonna come and watch me eat. She said, please, please, you know, so she came. And I was a little myth because I really did have a full schedule. But anyway, I knew it was important. So she comes and I said, okay. And she starts to chit chat and I thought, come on. So I said, what's this? And she said, oh, I just wanted you to know I made a million dollar mistake, never missed a beat, never got sick, was able to dig into the problem with my team because she's a project manager. And she said, because I never got sick, I found out that the corporation's computer program, which is called Legend, was where the mistake was and I saved them six million dollars. Wow. One change in belief.
0: Wow. That's she never amazing. came
2: back to me. She said, I've never had another problem. I said, Well, that's wonderful. <laughs> now think about that. I mean, you go from chill one of the first people I worked with, Psyche, I took Psyche Well, I won't go through the long story, but anyway, my first client came. And she brought her daughter. She was actually coming for energy work and I had never met her daughter before. And I can tell this story because she gave me permission. Her daughter was four at the time. Her name is Morgan and she couldn't talk. And I said to the mother, I said, why isn't your kid talking? And she said, well, she's autistic. And I said, well, I just learned this technique and it could be a subconscious program. Are you willing to look? And she said, sure. And in psych, like, hey, you can use surrogation because you can't muscle test a four year old, but you can use the mother as a surrogate. Oh, so I did that and we found the program. The program was I could, I cannot speak clearly. And she was gibberish. I mean, you couldn't understand one word this kid said. So we changed the program. They left. That was in May 2008. She came back in, in September. The little girl runs into my office Hi, Miss Karen. Where's your dog? Where's your cat? I almost fainted. I was in shock. I said to Laura, I said, what happened to your kid? She said, you did decide, I said, one time. I said, how quickly did this happen? She said, not right away, but in a couple of weeks we noticed her talking clearly. I said, okay, what are the other problems? Can't be touched, can't stand loud noises. Now listen to me, Jules. This is a child that was diagnosed autistic. Cannot be touched, cannot stand loud noises, la la la. So we started working on these. Pretty soon, the preschool teacher is calling me. What did you do to Morgan? The kids can play with her now. She doesn't have a problem anymore. So, with Psych K, you realize that somewhere the child heard someone in authority say, She is this. And because she's this, she won't be able to do this, 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 and this. And that goes right into their subconscious mind. Now, think about the ramifications of somebody doing Site K on children who have been classified with all sorts of things. Because I do it all the time. It's miraculous. This child was supposed to be a vegetable. She was, the the doctors at Children's Hospital told the parents, just put her in an institution. If you saw her now, she's 16 years old. She sings with her brother playing piano. I mean, she's an amazing girl.
0: Wow. Isn't that a wonderful story? I love that. It's the truth. And, and think about
2: how, if, if just a few more people, just a hundred or a thousand more people learn these techniques and then worked with people changing these beliefs, we would see a big difference on our planet because oh. there are a lot of children walking around with belief systems that that's all they are. They're just limiting beliefs.
0: Yeah. Wow. That is so good. Oh my gosh. We are all out of time. But oh, well. oh my gosh. I thoroughly enjoyed this. You have got a wealth of information that you share with your clients and listeners and everything. Good luck with your podcast. Keep thank me posted on it. And gosh, Karen, you're wonderful. Thank you thank so much for being with us. Well, thank you. And I want to say
2: You do magnificent work. You are a blessing to all of us. And I am blessed to be in your presence and to be part of Law of Attraction magazine and radio. Thank you so much.
0: Oh, you're welcome any (laughs) time. Okay.
2: You have a great day. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to Jules at LOARadioNetwork.com and have a great week